Welcome. This is the Life Habits Podcast Series, and my name is Carl Vredenberg. This is the series that helps you to learn new habits to optimize your life in order to stay sane in this crazy world. This is episode number 84, and the topic for today is being happier. Let me first apologize to the regular listeners of this podcast series for not having made episodes available in the last while. Turns out that I've been doing an awful lot of traveling for work and travel most weeks, and I have a number of guests that I have uh, scheduled in to be interviewed on the podcast series that I've mentioned on the Facebook page as well, but it's been difficult to schedule them in for the rather rare times that I'm actually in the place where my recording is done as well. But those sessions will be coming up and are now scheduled over the next numbers of weeks and months. But I wanted to bring this particular topic to you today on the topic of happiness, because I've also been focusing a lot on this as well, which I'll get into in some more detail in a minute. But as usual, I wanted to get us started with a few inspirational quotes from a number of different areas, and some of these are repeats of ones that we've had in previous episodes, but I did want to share these because these are all related to the topic we'll be talking about today, all about being happier. The first quote is from Jim Rohn, who says, Happiness is not something you postpone for the future. It is something you design for the present. Janet Lane says, Of all the things you wear... Your expression is the most important. The Dalai Lama said, If you want others to be happy, practice compassion. If you want to be happy, practice compassion. Abraham Lincoln said, Most people are about as happy as they make up their minds to be. And more than 2,000 years before that, Aristotle also said, Happiness depends upon ourselves. So a few quotes to get us into this overall topic of happiness. And I wanted to start off by mentioning that we have touched on this topic in a variety of ways, but haven't dedicated a particular session to it up until now. And we've discussed in the past, too, that there's been a focus in psychology and a variety of other related scientific research endeavors for many years looking at and trying to understand kind of the opposite of happiness, focusing heavily on disorders like depression and states of sadness. And a lot of work was done, and a lot of the research that I did many years ago, even for my dissertation, was in the topic of trying to understand the various attributes of depression. But one of the researchers who actually was a leader in investigating that whole topic area for many years was Martin Seligman, who used to work on a theory of depression called learned helplessness. But a couple of decades or so ago, he took a different perspective. And his approach was instead to not look at what we need to address and fix about people who are depressed or sad, but instead to study and understand deeply people who are happy and other people when they are happy and how we can encourage and foster 
and further optimize our lives to capture more of the experiences and the techniques for creating increased happiness instead. And that was a hugely successful whole new direction that's generally referred to as the positive psychology movement. And Seligman also put a master's program in place for positive psychology. And a number of the people who I've had as guests on this podcast series, people like Marie-José Char and Catherine Britton, as well as some upcoming guests that I'll have on as well in the future that are already scheduled, have graduated from Seligman's program. And so some of the themes or very specific detailed aspects of this overall approach have been dealt with in various podcasts in the past. And what I wanted to share with you was a list of 10 items that are a collection of kind of the best practices that have been identified as people who are the happiest, people who just do this really well and maintain a level of happiness that is kind of exemplary, have been studied and determined what kinds of things they do that brings that about. And one of the key aspects of all of this is that this is something, as Abraham Lincoln had said and Aristotle had said, that this comes from inside us. We shouldn't be looking for things to impinge upon us to make us happy. We need to actually decide to be happy ourselves. And there are a variety of ways that we can do that or that are actually very, very straightforward, which is the great news about all of this. So I've put together this top 10 list that came from some really good summaries that have been made available over the last while. The Huffington Post had a nice piece on this and the founder of a new social network that I'll also talk about in a minute called Happier a woman by the name of Natalie Kogan is the founder of that overall new network. And I've also included here some of the insights that she's gleaned in doing the work that she's been doing in this field as well on her blog. So I've captured here then 10 items that we'll go through that summarize ways that you can be happier. Number one is to surround yourself with happy people. It's the most important one to ensure that you on a regular basis are experiencing positivity from the people around you and they then foster a more positive view on the world and you also vicariously experience some of their positive experiences as well. You also learn to be more positive because you're seeing what they do and how they perceive situations and the like. And one of the best ways that I've found to do this more recently is what I just mentioned about this new social network that's called happier.com. This is a social network that has as its main objective to bring together people who have a tendency toward wanting to be happier and who want to share positive moments. The updates are called moments and Members of the social network are encouraged to share positive events in their lives, no matter how big or small, and also share pictures of things that inspire them. And the likes in this system are called smiles. And the mobile iPhone iOS only app uh, currently actually 
has a really engaging little animation as well when you press the smiles button that lots of people comment on as well. So there's some really nice features of the app itself that are enjoyable and make you smile. So I would encourage all of you to explore this new social network. I'm on there a lot and a number of you know that I am quite into and have been since the very earliest days of social networks. I've been on Twitter, on Facebook, on Google+, on LinkedIn, on Instagram. But I'm finding that the happier.com social network is in fact one that I'm finding gels really well with the way I like to be and what I like to share and the kind of people that I really like to spend a lot of time with. And so if you are also wanting to increase your happiness, or I love the the term that Martin Seligman uses, increasing the tonnage of happiness in the world. So for being happier yourself, in fact, also encouraging and enabling others to be happy as well, start to use this new social network called happier.com. So that's the way I think you can, you know, digitally surround yourself with happy people. Of course, Surrounding yourself with happy people in real life is also incredibly important as well. And as I've mentioned earlier on this podcast series, when we talked about dealing with difficult people, we did a session on that. I talked about this notion that try to limit your involvement where you can with people who are too negative. Now, some of the time we can't avoid that, but where you can try to minimize your involvement there and maximize your engagement and involvement and communication with people who tend to be happier. Number two is smile and mean it and essentially try to be happy. And one of the things that I do on a regular basis is when I see my image in a mirror, I always smile. And a lot of times I also purposely smile because smiling actually, that actual action leads your brain to be convinced that, or at least give you the indication that you may in fact be happy. So it actually has this interesting phenomenon of simply smiling more and actually trying to be happy generates happiness in you as well. Also do stuff that will also increase your happiness as well. If you're going to choose some videos to watch on, on Netflix, choose some comedies, laugh out loud, get some real positive emotion going simply because you are trying to increase your happiness. Number three is to cultivate resilience and be mindful of the good. Essentially focus on the positive and people always talk about it in a disparaging way, talking about looking on the bright side or seeing the silver lining and all those kinds of phrases, but they're really important and they actually work. I would also point you to actually for the Number two, I would uh, recommend that you actually listen to, if you haven't already, Life Habits number three is on overall staying positive uh, in this series. You might want to replay that one or play it for the first time if you haven't heard it. On this topic of resilience, we did Life Habits 26 on the topic of resilience as well. Number four is to appreciate simple pleasures and focus on them. We talked a little bit about this in Life Habits 16 on positive psychology. But the point here is that a lot of people think that they'll only be happy if some great big event happens and they look forward in the future to that event happening. 
That's not the way to be happier. In fact, one of the reasons why I named this episode being happier rather than becoming happier, learning how to do things to be happier, was because you can just decide to be happier. And one of the ways of doing that is actually focusing on even these simple pleasures, something what seems to be quite inconsequential, but something that you really do think is kind of neat, kind of cool. Focus on that and appreciate that that just happened to you. It's those little things in life that collectively make us happier. Number five is devote time and money to giving. Surprise someone and pay it forward. This is one of the most important ways and most effective and most powerful ways of actually increasing your own happiness. As the Dalai Lama quote said off the top, if you want others to be happy, practice compassion. And if you want to be happy yourself, practice compassion. Well, that's what this is all about. And Life Habits 19 on forgiveness and compassion goes into some further detail as well there. So make yourself happy by making other people happy as well. Number six is lose track of time. Get into the flow. Unplug. Get into something that you really, really love to do, no matter what it is, and be so immersed in it that you lose all sense of time and space because you're so into that particular thing. It's another great way of increasing your happiness. And I talk a little about that, getting into the flow on Life Habits 68, on the Type I personality. Number seven is get into deeper conversations. Don't just do surface talk with the people that you deal with day to day. And also listen authentically. We talked about this in Life Habits 58 on authentic listening. Get deeper with even the people that you work with or your friends. A lot of the time we deal with others in our day-to-day -day lives and don't go too deep. We talk about small talk. We may talk about the game on the weekend. We may talk about some concert we went to. Go deeper. Get to know the people that you're working with and that you have as friends and even family members more deeply. It's much more satisfying. And if you practice authentic listening, you'll also learn a lot more. And it's also a way to understand others and appreciate others more than, as we've talked about in that podcast episode, simply hearing ourselves talk. Number eight is make exercise a priority. Go outside, get moving, basically. And again, on Life Habits 66 and some others as well, Marie-José talked about five lazy ways to get into shape. So getting physical is another incredibly important contribution to our overall happiness. We can't just sit there and let happiness flow over us or even just ourselves try to think ourselves into being happy. We can do that to a certain degree, but one of the great ways to do that is actually to get moving and make our bodies do what they were designed to do, which a lot of the time involves actually moving and using and exercising our actual limbs and muscles. Of course, the endorphins you get from Rudy Good exercise also has a direct influence, a biochemical influence on our brains that is in fact a mechanism for increasing happiness and enjoyment. Number nine is to get sufficient rest and to start the morning off right. 
how I talk about that with Marie-José as well on Life Habits 51 about getting a proper sleep. And Marie-José went into some great detail about all the negative things that happen when we don't get enough sleep. Our bodies basically are stressed. If you get enough sleep and then start your day off right by focusing on some positive things, it's a whole lot easier when you're actually rested. So if you're sleep deprived and stressed significantly, you have a harder time to even take the positive perspective, to look at things more positively. When you're rested and your mind is calm and your body is calm, it's much easier to embrace the world in a more positive way. Number 10 is do something creative or inspirational. And again, on podcast number 20, we talked about fostering creativity, which is one of the ways of getting yourself into the right mindset and get getting going on doing things more creatively and inspirationally as well. And again, it's a notion of going deeper and experiencing things more significantly and getting beyond the regular day-to-day. So here's then a list of 10 ideas for getting into the habits of increasing your happiness on a day-to-day basis. And if there's an overall theme that a lot of these involve is that it's going and doing it. As the Nike slogan says, just do it. Don't just plan for it. Don't think about possibly what you might do in the future regarding this. Just do it. Take one or more of these ideas that I just went through later today, unless you're listening to this as you're falling asleep for the day, in which case you can do it tomorrow. Start right away doing one or more of these items and start practicing them. And don't just plan on doing any of this stuff in the future. The key to happiness is doing it right now. So I hope those were useful ideas for you to be happier in life. And I also suggest that if you do move over to the happier.com community, just search on my name and follow me there. And we can increase the tonnage of happiness in the world together. Okay, just before we finish up, I wanted to just read just a sampling, an edited sampling at that, of the great feedback that fellow listeners of yours have written into the various places where we can provide this kinds of feedback and review. First, looking at iTunes in Canada, Neer Aldridge says, Practical and useful guidance for personal and professional life. Five stars. He goes on, but also I thought it was interesting that he pointed out also a great compliment to individual therapy. We talked on the podcast series here in the past that certain kinds of challenges require actual professional help. But uh, when you seek that professional help, you can also still use this podcast as well as sort of lighter guidance as well. Chiragbi says, Grateful five stars. Hi, Carl. Just wanted to thank you for all the insightful material and for sharing with us your knowledge. I have listened to them many times and have highly recommended them to loved ones. That's great stuff. Thanks ever so much for that. And having listened to them many times is also uh, a great idea. I actually myself listen to some of the podcasts as well in the areas where I still want to keep on focusing. In the U.S. iTunes store, Shabista says, easy to listen to, five stars. 
After dropping my child off at school, I do about a 30 to 40 minute walk while listening to this podcast, so I can usually get in a complete show. I'm often inspired, but also overwhelmed at how much I am not doing to the best of my ability. Carl is a superhuman being who seems to have had a good nurturing upbringing, which has helped make him who he is today. Thank you for sharing your gifts. Now, Shabista, I just wanted to point out that, as I was just alluding to a second ago, while I provide these insights and I really do strive to myself abide by the guidelines and the lessons and the habits that I describe here, doesn't mean that I am absolutely perfect at all the things that we talk about here. I too have my, you know, challenges on a number of these areas. And so I would like to not leave you with the impression that every topic that we talk about, I am absolutely perfect at. I am not, but none of us are. I think this is a, a learning experience and a journey for all of us. And I too still work on each of these areas as well. So don't be discouraged as we go through these various topics and you see that there's gaps in what you're doing today versus what we talk about here. All of us have some levels of gaps that we need to close to improve ourselves as well. But thanks very much for writing in as well. Also from the U.S. iTunes store, James says, honest review, five stars. And he said a number of other things, but I wanted to point out, he says, I listen to several podcasts on various topics, but this is the only one I've taken the time to review because of its authentic and anti-gimmick approach. So thanks for that, James, and encourage many of you to, if you haven't considered doing so, to go into iTunes for the country that you're in and provide a review. And if you are so inclined or inspired to, mention what you like about this podcast series as well. And Make sure to also still write to me, write on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash lifehabits. And you can either make a personal comment there, a message for something you might want to have improved or something that you might want me to address as a topic on the podcast series as well, or just introduce a topic or share something that you want to share with the fellow listeners of this podcast series as well. I also wanted to mention in the U.S. iTunes store, Inwood Girl says, wonderful and helpful and calming, five stars. What a great find to hear Carl speak about each subject. She goes on, thank you so much. And from the U.K., Asim says, knowledge is power, five stars. A great series with a wide range of topics, easy listening and well presented. And on the Facebook page, Jessica says, my favorite podcast. Thanks for sharing, Carl. And Janice says, great podcast, I'm recommending to many. And again, the Facebook site is a good place to actually go to and also to recommend to your friends as well. Okay, that is the session for today. I wish you all a happier experience and a happier day-to-day -day life and I hope that these 10 items that we've gone through will help you in doing that. I also look forward to seeing you over on the happier.com site in the future as well. That's it for this podcast episode. Talk to you all next time and bye for now.